The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. There's a sound from heaven above 
Holy Ghost in power comes down suddenly, filling men till they overflowed. Come be filled with His precious love. Taste and see the Lord. Sins are all remitted You've been bought with Jesus' blood Come be filled with His precious love I was just looking to the Lord and desiring something from him, and he just dropped in my heart and in my thinking the word establish, or, of course, you know, any other derivative of, of it, established, other ways of other tenses. Romans 8 and 31, and then read through verse 38. Romans 8, beginning verse 31 through 38. This is a photograph, I'll just say God's photograph of the established believer, the established heart of the believer. And uh, I won't read all the scriptures now, but we'll just kind of comment along on them. In the first sentence, uh, it says that if God is for us, who is against us? Now, now we should be established in that. To know that that belongs to me, that I'm established in it. If God is for me, then who is against me? Almost with, with disdain. And, and, and who could imagine such a thing that anybody could be against me because God's for me? And see, this is what we really need to be established in. We need to be established in the fact that if God is for us, then who is against us? And we know that it's ours. We know that God is for us. We know that he is our father, that he gave up his son to die for us. And you know that he has given us his own nature, his own life. We can read about that in 1 John 5, verses 12 and 13. And then the next verse says, He that spared not his own son, we're out of Romans 8 here, He that spared not his own son, but gave him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? We're established. That's, a, that's an establishing thing in our life. We need to renew our mind to that. We're established in that. We are settled. We're fixed. We need to revel in the next sentence then from God's word. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? No one can hinder you now. God has given you his own son, his own righteousness. And then we swing on down to the remainder of these wonderful verses. We dig into the 35th verse. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? We can rest under the shadow of the stability uh, of the rock, which is Jesus, the word. Uh, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We're talking about being established. 
we're established and we need our thinking established. Our hearts are established. Let's get our minds established. You know who you are, what you are. You know who is backing you up. God is backing you up. The word of the, uh, the, word of the Lord is backing you up. He's protecting you. It is God who is at work within you, working and willing his own precious will. I want to kind of repeat that thought. It is God who is at work within you. Whether you realize that work's going on or not, work is going on within you. It is God at work within you. He is working and willing. In other words, he's, he's working, uh, uh, wooing you to his purpose uh, for you to think his thoughts and uh, his own precious will. John 15 and 5 says, I am the vine, and ye are the branches. You see, no one can touch a branch without hurting the vine. The vine and the branch are one. Now, you're a part of him. He's a part of you, and he is taking care of you. You are established in this truth. I'm thinking about Matthew 14 now, as we talked a little bit earlier. But when he saw, talking about Peter, when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and was beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, or we could say, O thou of little establishment, wherefore didst thou doubt? You know, when Peter first jumped out of the boat in response to Jesus' word, when Jesus had come, he walked right along across the water without any problem. His whole being was fastened on that word that Jesus had spoken to him, the word, come. But when he took his eyes off that word, he started looking at the storm and the caps, the white caps and the, and the waves coming up. He started looking at the impossible thing he was doing. After all, he was a fisherman. All of his training and experience told him when the waves were that high, you weren't uh, going to uh, be in a good situation. You were going to go under. He started to focus on what he knew in the natural instead of what Jesus had said when Jesus had said come. When he did that, his faith slipped out of gear. He started to sink. Don't let that happen to you. Once you get a revelation from the word of God, hang on to it. Don't focus on anything else. The devil, he'll try to do anything he can to get you to turn loose of it. He'll stir up things around you. He'll try to get you into fear. He'll push every button that he can from the past to get you to thinking back of your shortcomings, your old ways. But don't let go. Keep your eyes fixed on the word of God until it's more real inside you than anything else. And as you do, you'll be able to walk your way across the water just fine. Jeremiah 33 and 3 sings its song of confidence in your heart. Call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and difficult or mighty things. Fenced in things, mighty things, which thou knowest not. He says, you have sought me. I will lead you in the realm of omnipotence. I will lead you. In the place where only those whose feet are shod with the gospel of peace have ever walked. Where none can breathe the atmosphere but those who are partakers. Those who are uh, partakers of my grace. Those who have received the abundance of my life. Jesus said, you call on me and I will hear you. I listen to you all the time. God is saying, you are my child. I am your father. And this Jesus who is seated at my right hand is your intercessor. He's your advocate. He's your help. 
He's your standby. I want you to walk in this established thought now. Take your place. Can you hear him whisper from Isaiah 41 and 10? Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed or discouraged or, or even rocked back, for I am thy God. I will strengthen you. He says, I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Isn't that wonderful? The established mind because of the established heart. It all comes through God's word. Look up and rejoice. He's holding you in his hand. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.